Hello, and welcome to this latest episode of the Transformation Leaders Podcast. Whether you are watching this on YouTube or listening to it on your favorite podcast app, I'm sure you find the content of this episode really interesting. What I want to do today is something slightly different. Instead of having a discussion with another transformation leader, like we normally do within these sessions, what I want to do is talk to you about the transformation canvas. And I you could maybe look to adapt the canvas to help you set your transformation program up for success. If you have the chance to download and read my latest ebook, Evolve or Perish, you'll know the story that that ebook contains around the Landguard Corporation and how they, a fictitious company, but how they utilize the canvas to have the discussion and agree how their transformation program should be set up. And from that, I've had a bit of feedback from people saying, yeah, but that's just a fictitious company and you're making it up as you go along. So can you start to show me and and help me to embed the canvas in a real-life organisation? So that's what I'm hoping to do today. And we'll go have a little bit of fun about it. And we'll go utilise an organisation, a real organisation, that I've not never worked with. I've never worked in the industry. So there's a lot of assumptions in there, but hopefully I'm going to look through the lens of a transformation leader. So if I was to go in and work with the senior leadership team of this organization, how would I look to work with them to really get them to consider the nine pillars that the the, the transformation canvas is? based upon. The organisation in question is at Manchester United. I'm a supporter, I'm a season ticket holder, and for, for, for those of you that don't know, Manchester United is a football club, a UK-based football club, English Premier League. They are one of the most successful Premier League teams in history and one of the biggest global brands across, across sports. They are owned by an American family. And over the last few years, there's been a lack of investment and a lot of fan discontent and generally underperformance on on the pitch. They've recently had major investment. So Jim Radcliffe has come in and invested over a billion billion pounds uh, to take 25% stake in the business. With that, he's taking control of the football side of the business and splitting it into football and commercial. There's a new CEO just being appointed in the last week, and there will be ultimately some significant changes, I would have thought, around the senior leadership team moving forward. So I think it's a really good time for us just to start looking at how they could potentially utilise the transformation canvas to help them establish the transformation and hopefully from a supporter's perspective uh, achieve the level of success that we want the team to achieve on the football pitch. So as I said I've no football experience, I've no real sports clubs experience but what I do have is 25 plus years in change and transformation and with that I've worked with a lot of organisations across a lot of sectors and across a lot of industries. Um, and together with a group of other people, we've been pulling together and collating 
what will become known when it's published in the next few weeks, the Transformation Leaders Body of Knowledge. And that body of knowledge is, is based around nine pillars that I think, and we think, should I say, that an organization needs to consider if they were to set up a transformation for success. And we all know the stats around change programs and how successful they are at delivering the ultimate outcomes that the uh, original program was set up to achieve. You know, there's a lot of failure out there. So what we're trying to do within the transformation body of knowledge is put together a structured framework around these nine pillars. And what we've also done is condense those nine pillars into what, what, what's, what's known as the transformation canvas. So a one-page summary of the nine areas. And it's a tool that you can utilize to help you ask the relevant questions and get consistent understanding of the impact that the transformation is going to deliver across all elements of the business. So what I want to do is utilize that transformation canvas as a way of having a discussion with the leadership team and really establishing the questions that I would look and the clarity I would look to achieve with that senior leadership team within the Manchester United club. So the first of the nine pillars is what I call strategic blueprint. And, and when, I, when I mean strategic blueprint, I'm talking about having an absolute clarity on the vision for the organization. So the, the discussion with the chief exec would be, and, and, and his senior leadership team, would be, what do we want the vision of Manchester United to be? And what does that look like moving forward? So we can get clarity about where we are now. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that, that's relatively straightforward because of the public company. There's lots of information out there about where they are in financially, where they are in terms of sporting prowess, where they are in terms of the commerciality of the organization, et cetera, et cetera. But where do we want to be? And what time scale do we want to work towards to achieve the outcomes that we set out to achieve? So it could be that, you know, that, that team, that senior leadership team state that a stated vision for Manchester United is to become the best football club in the world. But is that good enough? How do you define best would be my question. And how do you really get to measure whether you've achieved that? So we, want, we would need to break that best down into best for what? So, you know, I would think you know, as a supporter looking in, but also as a, as a, as a, you know, any other stakeholder, if I was working with the senior leadership team, I'd be expecting the team to be coming up with, well, best would absolutely be in relation to the sporting performance across all areas of the club, because they've got male and female teams. They've got teams of different age groups. So getting success across all of those teams needs to be number one because that's what we are. We're a sports club, um, so we need to have success on the field. But secondly, what does that mean from our customers' perspective, from our fans? You know, you, Man Manchester United is said to have over a billion fans globally. So what does success look like for them? And how can we really build that fan experience to equate to best 
So getting clarity around that would be absolutely essential. Maybe the third area then is, is around commercial, because how do we manage the commercial side of the business and become the best commercially driven or commercially managed football club in the world? And then hopefully what happens after getting success on the field, getting real clarity around fan experience and, and delivering the best fan experience available and getting the commercial elements right, you know, the fourth element could be we are we, we become the most valuable sporting brand globally. And that could be the fourth aspect of that real clarity of vision and that North Star. Getting clarity about those those areas is critical, but also then starting to put some measures against them, some smart measures. So you can actually track progress between now, you know, how, how close are we getting to delivering what what we've said we wanted to do as part of the vision. And some people would naturally say, well, do we really want to go public with about how, as a sporting club, we want to be measured? And I would say, absolutely. Because, one, it builds that energy within the organisation. Everyone knows where they're going and every, everyone knows how they can contribute to help, helping us get there. But actually, it gives that real motivation. Interestingly enough, Sir Jim Radcliffe's sidekick is Dave Bailsford. So Dave Bailsford, who, who was instrumental in in getting UK cycling and uh, sky cycling to the top of the game, and one of the things that he was very clear about when he went into Sky was that he wanted to build a team with, that within five years would have a British cyclist win the Tour de France. Everyone was looking at him and saying, really? Why do I say that? It's because no British person had ever won the Tour de France previously. No new team had come from nowhere to win Tour de France uh, within such a short period of time. So he set that ambition, and that's what we need to do within the football club. Once we've got that vision clear, the next pillar within the transformation canvas that we need to look at is the business model. And, and how does the business model need to change from what we're doing now to allow us to achieve that ultimate ambition and that, and, and that vision, that strategic intent? Yeah. And looking at the United Club at the moment, Manchester United at the moment, the business model, looking at it from the outside, because as I say, I don't have any internal perspective, but looking at it from the outside, it's been very much driven as a commercial entity. You know, the commercial side of the business has grown exponentially over the years. As the commercial side of the business has grown, the on-field performance has probably dropped. And, and, and that has caused a lot of friction with the fan base, absolutely. So moving forward, if we're now saying that actually football prowess and sporting performance is our number one objective and fan experience is our second core objective and does that business model need to adapt and need to change to allow us to achieve the level of performance improvement that we need to achieve that so how does it need to change to put that sporting performance number one and how does the fan experience and what we do to engage with fans and communicate with fans how does that need to change getting clarity around that will typically start to throw out a whole series of initiatives 
and projects. And that's where the transformation program starts to be created. The third element of the transformation canvas, the third pillar, is the operating model. And, and, and ultimately, the operating model is there to deliver against the core business model. So again, what types of things do we need to be considering to ensure that the operating model is fit for purpose and it will deliver our business model and ultimately allow us to achieve the North Star and, and achieve the vision set out right at the start of the process. So the impact of that could be that there might need to be a change of structure within the organization. I already mentioned that the way that the investment from Ratcliffe has come in is that he's taking control of the sport inside of the business, whilst the commercial side of the business is going to continue to be run by the Glazer family. Um, so what does that mean in terms of the structure of the organization? Um, what does that mean about getting the right people in the right place? What does that mean around team development? Um, and not just team within the football team and the sporting teams in terms of the operational teams as well. But when we then go down a level and say, okay, what does that look like from a footballing perspective? Again, what are the things that we need to be doing? So Dave Brailsford, as I mentioned earlier, within cycling, became known for his approach of marginal gains. So does that start to infiltrate within the organisation of looking at every element of the operating, operating practices and operating processes within the organization to start looking at getting that 1%, 2% improvement on everything because the, the combined improvement as a result of that is significantly more than 1% or 2%. And from a fan experience, how can we start to really change that operating model so it is very much about engaging with fans? Maybe an idea to consider if there is a billion or so fans globally for Manchester United, is there a way that by engaging with them and providing them with real value in a Amazon Prime type of way, for instance, could we generate, say, £10 worth of value from every one of those fans by providing 10 times as much value back by creating partnerships with our commercial partners that can give fans globally discounts on the very things that they're utilizing? Or can we give them access to a lot of stuff behind the scenes or give them access to videos of, 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 all, the, of all the games? Lots and lots of things to consider. But if you were to put that £10 membership fee in for this sort of group of of benefits then you know immediately you've got a 10 billion pound revenue stream that you can then start to really utilize to improve the fan experience still further that could be utilized to put a new stadium in place whatever it is but it's just looking at things in a completely different way and that's where the real opportunity lies around the both the business model and the operating model the fourth pillar of the transformation canvas is to understand the impact that technology and digital can have on the organization. And if we look at, again, if we look at Manchester United, then there's a whole raft of things that they can start to look at uh, to embed the latest technology 
within the club. I'm sure, you know, they've got lots of technology and they've got lots of data to hand already about different aspects of the business. But let's take a look at that to say, is it actually delivering what we need it to deliver to allow us to achieve the vision that we've set out to achieve? So is the stuff that we can do, is the new technologies that we can introduce that can help us to really improve individual and team performance, whether that is on the field or in the back office? What can we do to improve and enhance the performance of individuals and teams? What can we do with more clarity around the data to achieve those marginal gains? Those are sort the sort of things that we can start to look for. And then if we look to the fans, then again, how can we utilize technology? How can we utilize social media? How can we utilize that whole raft of engagement capabilities that technology brings to really connect with fans globally and locally? And and and, and as a management team, as a leadership team, what can we all do individually to support that within our teams so that there is this real connection with fans? That connection has been broken so, so many times over the years. And, you, and we, as a supporter, we look on in envy of other clubs where the relationship with fans is that much better. So the, the whole principle and the whole discussion that I will be having with the senior leadership team around those four areas of vision, business model, operating model, and how we, how we could really adopt the latest innovations within the digital world. That's all about developing the roadmap. Once we've got the roadmap in place, we can start to look at how we're going to execute it. And the execution aspect is covered within the next three elements of the transformation canvas. So the fifth area, the first under the execution side, is, is focused upon uh, stakeholders and partners. So I'd be working with the leadership team and to really get them to understand and accept and get a consistent uh, understanding and acceptance of who the key stakeholders and partners are. So, you know, you could, the obvious ones are players, fans, media, the wider community, but who else? You know, there's, there's a whole raft of commercial partners. There's a whole raft of suppliers. And every one of those needs to be singing from the same hymn sheet. They need to be clear about where we're taking the club. They need to be clear about how they can help to get us there. And, and ultimately, as a senior leadership team, we need to know and be clear about some of those hurdles that the partners need to overcome to allow us to get to where we want to get to. So it is working through those stakeholders and partners and working through what it means to them for ourselves in their shoes and then really bringing them together and, and engaging them to come and help us to deliver what it is that we want to deliver. That's the critical part of that discussion with stakeholders and partners. The sixth area is culture and communications. The culture of the club, I think, looking at it again as a fan, is worse than it's ever been. 
there are so many stories coming out of the changing rooms, so many stories that are hitting the headlines. Absolutely get that as a club, being so globally renowned, there's a lot of stories out there that are made up, that's just clickbait. And a lot of media outlets are using Man United to get clicks onto their websites, etc. Absolutely understand that. But what I don't see and what I would be talking to the leadership team about is how we can start to control that narrative. How can we really get the culture within the organization to a place that actually we're all in it together, we succeed together, we fail together. And and actually there's that one team real philosophy, not just within the sporting teams, but within every part of the organization, both internally and externally with our commercial partners, with our suppliers, et cetera, et cetera. So that real, let's build a wall around this and make sure that we're in it together. That's the critical part around that cultural stuff, but then really controlling the narrative around the communications and engaging with the right people at the right time to ensure that there's clear messages and, and, and those messages very much focused upon directing a very clear message and communicating to the right people at the right time. So yeah, controlling that narrative, I think, is, is absolutely critical for the club moving forward. And we would need to set up a whole series of projects and initiatives to allow us to get that in place. The seventh pillar of the transformation canvas is people. Ultimately, every transformation in every organization, irrespective of sector, irrespective of size of organization, irrespective of whether you're global, local, regional, people play a critical part in the successful deployment of the transformation and successful delivery of the transformation objectives. So what does that look like? So you absolutely, we, you know, we have to manage that change within the people. That change management piece is critical to one, make sure that they feel comfortable, that they're moving from one state to the next make sure that they're ready to come on that journey. Absolutely. But I think it equally would need to start with, have we got the right people in the right roles? Have we got the right organizational structure? Have we got the right leaders driving the business through the change that we need at every stage and in every function of the organization? And again, looking at it from the outside, I would say there's a lot of changes needing to happen there. As a club, I don't think we've got the right people in the right places. I don't think we've got the best people in the right places. So as a leadership team, we need to look at that and grab hold of that head on and do something about it. And once we've got those right people in the right places, we need to give them an absolute clear mandate to go out and deliver what it is that they've been asked to deliver and provide them with the support, with the resources, with the budgets to allow them to achieve that. So don't handcuff them. Give them the freedom, give them the clarity, and make sure that they're very clear about the various roles and responsibilities. With that, we get in then, we're getting a team of people that are working within the culture that is fit for purpose, 
that are partnering in the right way with the key stakeholders and the key partners internal and external. And together, we become very clear about how we're going to execute this transformation and how we're going to move the organization from where they are now to where we want to be as defined by the North Star. So we've gone through the roadmap. We've gone through what we need to put in place to allow us to execute the transformation. What are the final two elements of the transformation canvas that we need to be aware of? The final two elements are what we call assurance and oversight. And the first of these, so the eighth pillar in the nine pillar transformation canvas is what we call transformation assurance or governance. And fundamentally, it's about ensuring that that senior leadership team within the club absolutely understand and take accountability for the delivery of an agreed portfolio of projects and initiatives. Getting clarity around that and getting prioritization around the ones that we need to have in place and understand them, the interdependencies, is a critical part of that a transformation leader or a chief transformation officer does and delivers within that senior leadership team. Understanding where the risks are and putting mitigating plans in place on an ongoing basis is another critical aspect of that transformation leader. Implementing proper governance structures and ensuring that we're tracking progress as we go through, again, critical components that that transformation assurance governance piece is there to ensure is in place. So this is where the transformation leader sits, the chief transformation officer. This is the bag, really. This is, this is really the nuts and bolts of, of what their focus is. That transformation office, very much around sort of giving that assurance to make sure that the program is set up to succeed, but then make sure that we maintain that agility that all programs need to allow us to get to the end game in the best possible state. Uh, and that's making sure that people are, are staying on track, making sure that the, the senior leadership team are staying on track, making sure that they're not giving sort of knee-jerk reactions to bad performances on the pitch. You know, our ability as a senior leadership team will be determined in, in, the, in, in the main by our ability to move from point A to point B over a three to five year period and accepting that as we go along that journey, it's not going to be a straight line. There's going to be mountains and valleys that we've got to go through. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be some really great days and there's going to be some really shit days. Getting clarity around that and getting an acceptance that we're going to work through this as a team, as a group of people is, is critical. And almost giving that ability to button down the hatches and letting all the negativity that will absolutely come our way from external sources, media, et cetera, et cetera, just pull down the hatches and say, look, we, we're on a plan. We believe in this plan. We work through this plan. It was, it's, that's a critical skill and a critical mandate for the transformation leader, in my experience. So moving on to the final element of the transformation canvas, that's what we call the financial performance or financial imperative. It's where we ensure that actually we are delivering the expected benefits. So in the case of United, we are 
achieving what we set out to achieve, whether that is performances on the pitch, fan experience, commercial ventures, and ultimately valuation of the business. But it's it's making it's more granular than that. It's like it's about making sure that all of the component parts that are required to ultimately deliver that endpoint are delivering at the time and on budget so that we can see that progress on an ongoing basis. Also, we can get, we can get clarity around those projects or initiatives that are going off beam, that are starting to fail. Grab hold of those really early and working through an agile approach see what needs to be done to get them back on track. Alternatively, to stop them and then replace them with something else. So it is our absolute focus around making sure that all of the component parts are adding up and being delivered so that when they do all come together, we are achieving sporting prowess and achieving the success on the pitch. We're, we're getting the fans fully engaged that the fact that the commercial model and the commercial growth of business continues with partners that really buy into what we're trying to do, with partners that are really comfortable in helping us not just to achieve financial success, but to achieve the success on the pitch, to achieve the success with our one of our core stakeholders, the fans. Um, and ultimately, get those first three things in place and the financial value of the organisation will naturally increase. So the high, it's highly likely that the brand will become one of the biggest sporting brands financially, or in value terms, shall I say, across, across sport. So there you have it. I think what I wanted to do today is really talk you through that canvas in a little bit more detail with one organisation that we probably all have heard of, and, and may have some view on, but really focusing on the approach I would take as Chief Transformation Officer or Transformation Director, going in, working with that senior leadership team. Whether or not that senior leadership team as a whole would agree with my four uh, elements of what that vision should be, is, 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 it doesn't really matter. Because, you know, within the context of what we're doing. But what is absolutely clear is without that, re that real clarity around the vision, all the other things around business model, operating model, the digitalization piece, the execution element with people, with culture, with stakeholders and partners, and the governance piece around the transformation assurance and the financial performance in financial tracking is meaningless because you don't have that direction. And that's what's missing, I think, in a lot of organizations, getting absolute clarity on where we want to move towards, really well-defined and communicated in a consistent way to everybody who's in, in, involved in ultimately having a part to play in delivering against that vision. Absolutely the case with Manchester United. So hopefully you found that really useful. If not, leave me a message and tell me how it could be more useful. If you have found it useful and want to learn more about the Transformation Canvas, download a copy of the Evolve or Perish ebook. 
and I'll put a, a link in the show notes of the podcast and in the comments on YouTube. And finally, sign up to be one of the first to get your hands on a copy of the Transformation Leader's Body of Knowledge. What we do within that is look at these nine pillars of the Transformation Canvas and expand those out to look at the different elements within each of the, uh, within each of the nine pillars. What is it? Why is it important? How to actually embed it within your organization. So it's a very detailed step-by-step guide of really embedding that transformation canvas and the what we call the transformation leaders body of knowledge framework into your organization. With that, please, as always, if you find this useful, subscribe, leave me a comment. I'll respond to everyone. Thank you very much. I see you again very soon.